podcast that goes from room to room. Take a hybrid detailed ride through to make your dreams come true. Join my family, really into Disney. Welcome, everybody. Hello. Hello. I was not prepared to say Hi. anything. Hi, I'm wearing a Disney shirt. I'm Jeremy. <laughs> uh, you are listening to the Ride Through Whoa. Pavilion what? podcast. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast that takes you on a detailed ride through of your favorite Disney attraction so you can experience that magic no matter where you are. I am one of your hosts. My name is Jeremy. I'm Amy. I'm Fiona. And somewhere around here is Liam. He is our special needs adult son, and he loves going to Disney World just as much as we do, and he loves all the attractions just as much as we do, but uh, he's unable to express those opinions on Mike, and so we're going to be doing that for him uh, throughout this podcast. And this week is a companion episode for last week's episode, which is Star Tours, The Adventures Continue. Now, uh, those of you with a keen ear will have picked up on the fact that every single time that we said the name of this attraction, we got it wrong because we kept calling it Star Tours, The Adventure Continues. Oof. And then we, we paused for a second and we said, is this, tr- is this what it's called? And then we determined, yeah, this is what it's called, but that's not what but it's we called. we were wrong. It is Star Mm-mm. Tours, The Adventure Continues. Continue. <laughs> nope, you got it wrong. Because well, down here it says The Adventure Continues. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's incorrect. Also wrong. Well, I highlighted it. <laughs> so this it is from. what it is. So this is a ride through of, uh, or sorry, this is a companion episode to <laughs> Star Tours, Whoa. The Adventures Continue. Uh, but before we go any further into this companion episode, which, by the way, uh, every other week, when we're not doing a detailed ride-through of that attraction, of an attraction, we take a, ta- uh, take a time, we take a time to uh, <laughs> do a companion episode uh, and talk about the history and the secrets and um, all that good stuff about that actual... Easter eggs. Easter eggs. We go into great detail but uh, this week we have uh, two very special things happening um, and I'm trying to decide which one to talk about first and I oh think boy. that we are going to talk about this which is we have a special <laughs> guest today he is Amy's brother he is <laughs> my brother-in-law he is Fiona and Liam's uncle please welcome Uncle Jeff McCarroll hey everybody <laughs> a long time listener first time talker (laughs) Uh, so the reason we invited jeff on this one is because uh he's visiting us from um flagstaff arizona arizona uh not flagstaff montana not flagstaff new york and um jeff and i have always shared a very uh deep love uh, not only for each other, but for Star Wars. and um, In that order. In that order. <laughs> so uh, I just thought it would be fun. Um, Jeff definitely has uh, experienced Star Tours uh, in the past um, at Disneyland, but certainly uh, he, can ex- he can appreciate all the weird stuff we're about to talk about and see uh, regarding the, the history of Star Tours. Yeah, super excited to be here. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you bet. Sure you bet. Thing. The second the second thing that's happening, the second special thing that's happening is that today, the day we are recording this episode and the day we are releasing this episode, which is all in the same day. What? What? Today is Amy's birthday. Oh. Birthday, birthday, birthday. I was trying to think of how to uh, sing the birthday song to the theme of Star Wars. Birthday, happy birthday, birthday, happy birthday, birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. That's as far as we'll go. I have the power to mute this mic, you know. Uh, Amy, birthday girl. Uh, before we get started on uh, talking about the history of Star Tours, tell us about. Um, where people can see us on the socials. You don't have on, to give all of them. Just list those two things. Okay. Um, first of all, it's my birthday. And then birthday. Second, <laughs> second is 
I like to be social. Uh-huh. And so I have a couple of places. There's uh, the Star Tours <laughs> <laughs> related pins on Pinterest uh-huh. at Ride Through Pavilion. Most of our stuff is at Ride Through Pavilion. So pretty much if you like try to sign on to anything, try to sign on to, ooh, ooh. There you go. How's try that? to sign on to uh, at Ride Through Pavilion, starting with anything except for Twitter, which is at Ride Through Pod. You could not have said that any clearer. So thank you for that. <laughs> I know. Oh, and if you have a chance, if you if you are able to, please read our podcast because it gets the word out about how awesome my family is and how awesome Disney is. <laughs> yeah, <and laughs> that's what you're here for, listener, <laughs> to spread the word about how awesome our family is. Thank you for that. Whoop, whoop. Listen, guys, I think we've done all of this business. It is time. Would you like to know another thing? Yes. Yeah. Magic moments. Whoop, whoop, Share whoop. your magic moments with us on the phone number 678-653-2020. If you didn't catch it, 678-653-2020. And of course, what we mean by magic moments is that we want to hear your stories. We've set up a voicemail in which uh, you can call in. And if you've had a special experience and you have a story to tell regarding that experience at Disney, kind of one of those extra magic moments uh we want to hear about it and uh if uh, if you do that there's a good chance we'll play it back on this podcast so and guys can i just say real quick uh i've listened to all these and this is my magic moment oh wow shucks well gosh cool thanks there it thanks is for letting me say that <laughs> <laughs> so without any further ado let us dig deep into the history in a galaxy not so far away but uh in a time kind of far away let us go back to the 1980s and talk about the history of star tours <laughs> I love that music. It's pretty wow. awesome. Takes me back. So, oh wait, hold on. Mm. Mm. Oh. Smooth right into the cantina. Swing, swingy. Totally, yeah, man. This is good stuff. And then it builds. Oh. Oh, there's that Ooh. sound. Yeah, that brings back memories tickle. too. <laughs> uh, so let's jump right in. Uh, the story of Star Tours, uh, besides the obvious of it starting in the 1970s in the mind of George Lucas because there were some films made before this attraction ever came about, uh, we do uh, go back to the year 1984. And by 1984, Disney had already been exploring ways to use motion simulators in an attraction. Um, they, they, you know, at that time, at that time, <laughs> at that time, <laughs> time um, at that time, these motion simulators were being used, of course, in simulations for training uh, the military and so, and pilots as well, um, you know, commercial airline pilots. Um, but of course, they saw early on the potential. They just didn't know what they wanted to do, how they would use it in an attraction. Um, and in fact, uh, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, um, um, uh, potential that they saw for this the use of this is uh to use it for the uh the cult hit black hole which at the time it wasn't a cult hit it just was a wasn't a very strong movie but uh you know that was one of their only sci-fi properties and so they said you know what let's start working on something like this um but that same year the the company the disney company was actually struggling uh quite a bit over the the majority of the 70s into the into the early 80s in fact they were in the process of avoiding a, a hostile takeover a hostile takeover of the company <laughs> and um what that resulted that in by mid-1984 uh, michael eisner actually had been appointed the ceo now th- those of you that follow disney company history um you know know that michael eisner really is the guy who brought in this idea of synergy and taking the movie ip and letting it you know using the parks to market movies and using the, the tv shows on on abc to market the the parks and so you you know this was his big idea and he really he was a hollywood guy he came up from paramount 
Paramount Pictures, and um, his his big thing was Hollywood. This guy understood Hollywood, and he knew Hollywood. And prior to that, it was all Walt, and it was Uncle Walt, and it was you know these stories that he would tell, and the imagination of all of those stories that he would bring in. So it was um, it was kind of turning into with with Eisner. He was kind of energizing the disney brand uh with with um, synergizing synergizing yeah disney yeah um so it was it, it really up until that point it was a it was a weird thing to think that a, i an outside ip something outside of that disney universe or outside of that storytelling universe would have come into the parks um however um you know i say all that about michael eisner i do think it's worth noting that there were some imagineers who were already thinking about and talking to and development actually had begun before Michael Eisner came on board to um, there was development already happening with Lucas George Lucas um, he was very excited about the idea of doing a Star Wars ride um, he said if I had enough money to start my own uh, theme park I would hmm. but I don't but if I'm going to ever do anything with Star Wars and allow it to become a you know this public experience he, he said it would uh, do it with no one else except Disney. Um, so that was already underway. And of course, when Michael Eisner came in, then it just really solidified and it just took off from there. So now you have several years of developing this ride and you had different ideas for this ride. You had different um, different concepts coming up here and there. I, th- I found the most interesting one to be was this idea of a, of a roller coaster that would you'd start off in Dagobah and you would in like there would be an animatronic of Yoda talking to you. Wow. Now this was before the simulator. So this was <laughs> this was while they were just saying we want to do a ride. Uh-huh. And um, you would have Yoda say, Hey, the force is strong with you and you would they had it was going to be this weird ride. Probably like the force is strong with the uh, Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> he would say it backwards is what I'm trying to oh, say. Oh, right. Yes. Probably. With you, the force is strong. That, that one. Yeah. Thanks. So, <laughs> so, but you did, you said your silence backwards, which was pretty mm. impressive. I caught, <laughs> I caught that, Jeff. Uh, so, uh, um, there's going to be several very complicated things. Of course, it being Disney, they wanted to push the uh, the boundaries of the ride systems, and so in doing so, uh, they were thinking, well, why don't we have the the roller coaster sit on the track, but that track can kind of give like this elevator effect and like you know make you feel like you're going up into space, um, and then eventually you would find yourself up uh, up in space, and you would see the death star and this is all wow. on a roller coaster and you would see it on a you would i cannot read this fiona's trying to pass <laughs> notes to me and it's in lime green highlighter it, it says do you like me check yes or no no i noticed you didn't have any hidden mickeys on the notes yeah there's a lot packed in here so i, w- I wasn't oh, going to hit mickey but if you have a few, I have then, a few. okay i great. wrote them down we, sorry we can do that there you go. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying not to. So you levitate up into space, and right there is the Death Star. Yeah, you see the Death Star, and then that's when you have your your roller coaster going. Now, the other thing they wanted, to, they thought about doing was, what if you actually had uh, a joystick where the audience or the, the the riders could vote on whether or not they go through the the sh- the shaft of the Death Star to blow it up, or whether or not they make the trench run. Oh. Uh, but then they quickly figured out, well, if you got six, eight people, I oh, mean, who wanted to do one wanted thing, to do, you know, half wanted to do that. You know, yeah. like, how do you determine that? Somebody's going to be It's a roller coaster too, like switching the track. All this was kind of crazy. for disaster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so ultimately, uh, you know, of course, George Lucas being the father of, of Star Wars, the, the, the story belonged to him. And he worked. They Disney worked very closely to develop the story, and there were several uh, stories floated around. But as as uh, this went into development, um, George Lucas was was in the Imagineering office, and and he saw kind of some of the plans and the models uh, with the simulator. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Hey, what's that?" And they said, "You know, this is what we're thinking of doing with this. this. Is the kind of things it can do." And he goes, "You know, that would be perfect for a Star Wars attraction." So from there. That is mm. really when it just locked down into a motion simulator ride. Nice. And so from there, they were really able to start to get, 
get to work on what the story could be. Uh, and then eventually, over time, out of all the different places they could kind of in situations that they could put you in in the Star Wars universe, they have you know they, they go with space travel, right? And not just space travel, but really a very kind of uh, leaning into that mundane uh, experience of space travel which is going to the airport and shuffling through a long queue and then getting on to waiting to get onto the plane and, and then, then getting waiting on a plane. in line yeah, on the plane exactly. to take off. Yeah. And then just sitting there like, you know, shoulder to shoulder crowded with people. So, uh, they were getting like, your club soda, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> your hot towel, your hot space towel. <laughs> Uh, so that's really where this went. Uh, this is really where it began to solidify. They knew they could have an attraction in which, um, you know, in which you could have feel like you are slowly getting into the story, and eventually, uh, through the illusion of of you know the cues and the practical effects, and even getting into the ride vehicle itself, that you could feel like you just stepped out of Disneyland, got into a spaceport, and now you're going to fly into outer space. Uh, so after $32 million were spent, and uh, that included um, not only the ride development, but also extensive repairs to the existing building. So journey through inner space. Y'all remember that mm-hmm. ride? That would mm-hmm. you go into like the, the microscope. Mm-hmm. And yep. <laughs> do you, Fiona? <laughs> well, you you have seen right ride Yeah. All right. Oh, um, boy. Oh tension boy. on the podcast. <laughs> and um, they they realize, well, gosh, we got to make the ceilings higher. And then they realize there's well, already gosh. some damage there to this, you know, 30 something year old building. So, uh, it actually was supposed to open, I think in 86, uh, early in 86, but it got pushed to 87. So by January 9th, 1987, we had star tours finally open. Ugh. In, what a day. Yeah. What a day. And so to just kind of like go really through was. that, uh-huh. go through that. Uh, well, I was alive then. I'm trying to think of what I was doing in January of 87. I hope, I hope you were alive then. I was alive then. <laughs> <laughs> I took the day off from life. Born 14 years or so before that, I would hope you were alive. Yeah. Um, so just a real quick kind of uh, walk through and ride through of this, of the original ride. Uh, you would walk into a, into a hangar and it looks a lot like it looks today. You see, you what's that? I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> she's, weird she's, notes, and I'm getting charades. <laughs> you she's miming what you're saying. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> um, but this it, is a real back scenes look, guys. Yeah, it's it everything you would have thought. <laughs> and yeah, we and still so. don't know what it is. What is it? Yeah, what what are you trying to say? Nothing. It was something circular. Something about circular. You, you go around, switch back. Let's you go back. Drop it. Let's drop okay. it. Are you telling me to hurry up? No. Yeah. Wrap Is it up. It looked like the wrap it up <laughs> sign. But. No. Um, it's her birthday. She's got places to You can say what you want. Yeah. You can do what you want. Say what you want. Um, but go where you want. It, it, that original look still looks like it does closely to what it looks like today you have the star speeder and there it was the star speeder 3000 and then of course you see the the life-size r2d2 and c3po you had the giant wall of monitors which uh was showing you all the different excursions that you could make Uh, however for this ride we were going to the the forest moon of endor Mm -hmm. um and it's where the ewoks live i'm a super fan Yub nub. Yub nub, my sacred brother. Have I shown you my backpack? I have an Ewok backpack. Mm-hmm. Don't oh. show him. He might steal it. He's a super fan. <sighs> super. And that one doesn't smell like Deep. soy sauce. No, it doesn't. It's a different backpack, folks. Huh. <laughs> Feels like there's more to that, but. There is. <laughs> cool. You gotta last, listen last to episode. last week. Oh, episode. right. Yeah, I've, I'm totally caught up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then, uh, you know, you go there, you wait to get in, and while you're waiting there, of course, now we have the monitors that ha- that has the, the droids, and we can kind of see what's going on in the hangar, but back then, uh, you were just kind of watching this blue screen that showed like, like, like a live shot. indoor departure time, mm-hmm. and then there was a live shot of the hangar and, above. And that, that countdown it to departure. It wasn't a live shot of the hangar, because there is no hangar. No, but it was a live action shot. Yeah. Or it was like, yeah. 
Um, and then you're looking and it's that LCD kind of 80s LCD countdown. It looked like a digital clock, mm-hmm. which was just very cool in the 80s. Um, but check this out. Then we're going to play and we're going to listen to well, Actually, we're going to watch uh, this um, the uh, the safety spiel 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 spielberg spiel spiel it's um, mom's birthday what is it what is it spiel okay so the safety the safety spiel old take and uh let, let's let's take a look at that because it's quite different than what we have now may i have your attention sure at yes time, I'd like so it's not a droid it's a it's a it's a woman it's an woman. actor when the automatic doors have opened, it's a very nice hairstyle. It's futuristic. Yeah. Now we have a combination of tourists. <laughs> Look at that guy's shorts. <laughs> and Ewoks. There's uh, Chewbacca is on the flight. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, and then, then here's a... She seems this? to be some kind of um, flight attendant? Gymnast. Here's a man with some loafers and argyle socks. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, he's going to smack that kid. Yeah, he was about to backhand that kid. Smack a kid. Back a kid. Back a kid. Back a kid. I'll send you packing with this backhand. Maybe that's what the mom his, calamari do. <laughs> Pack a kid everywhere they go. <laughs> So there you go. Um, wow. That was interesting. Uh, sorry, listener. You probably couldn't make any of that out, but it was uh, quite uh, quite the visual. I thought we were supposed to talk about it. We we are. Okay. Now. Oh. Um, and Man, s- did you guys see that guy in those shorts? Yeah. I did. Wow. <laughs> were there were Ewoks that. there, too. And uh, I, I got to say, I like ours Chew- now Chewbacca, because R. everyone's R. wearing, like, Star Wars clothing and not... Right. Um, this like normal park. park yeah, there. because now I'm not sure that you're supposed to get that sense that you're in Hollywood Studios taking off, you're or in Disneyland taking off. Now it's it they've and we'll get to that in a second. They've kind of formed some canon around what Star Tours is and its place in the timeline. Where here this is just I mean, Lucas said there wasn't going to be any more films and it was just like I feel like they were just a little I don't feel like I know, based on what we're about to talk about, that they were pretty loose <laughs> with the uh, with the Star Wars universe and its characters. Um. So then, as you're as you're walking through, you know what? I kind of skipped ahead because this is an interesting thing to know. When you're walking through um, the the hangar, um, you you actually see these G two droids, which are kind of looking are supposed to be. Um, you know, looking at, at, at luggage and, um, but basically there, they are very talkative and very personal person, personable. Mm-hmm. Is that, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Uh, droids. And they are actually saying a lot of, um, well, they're spilling the tea Rude. on the flaws of, spilling the tea. of all the star speeder three thousands and its flaws, uh, mm-hmm. as well as star tours and its pilot. So That's they're very, they're kind of like talking about stuff they've heard and you start to get a sense of uneasiness. Uh, like, wow, maybe this is not going to go the way that I, I was about to say that. I was like, it gives you confidence, right? It undermines your confidence. Oh, you said that tongue in cheek. I get it. Uh, gives you confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm a Star Wars but these, super fan. The G2 droids <laughs> were the... Do I spoil alert? No. They were the goose skeletons from America Sings. So they were the under... <laughs> I love how you put that. That's awesome. What? It made it sound like America Sings had goose skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait a minute. laughs> goose skeletons. <laughs> That'd be terrible. They are, they are the animatronic skeletons yes, of, of the, the geese. geese. From America Sings, and the they all looked like a movie that was out at the time called called Short, Short Circuit. Circuit. Number five is alive. Johnny Five. Johnny, Johnny five, five is alive. No. Oh. Um, I'm a Short Circuit super fan. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's a movie about a robot that looks like the skeleton, the goose skeletons. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Return of the goose skeletons. Uh, and so as we get settled in, we do see um, more. Uh, actually, C-3PO comes on this monitor, uh, shows up on this monitor, and he says, hey, you know, here's some more things. Where to stick your 
stuff. So no, uh, your seatbelt. Put your seatbelt on and put your load in your carry-on items. Yeah, and so uh, he was doing a lot of heavy lifting here. Uh, C-3PO was. Not as much as he does. In the well, that's true. I guess he pilots the whole thing now, but still. So. <laughs> yeah, but he's got some fun jobs now. Yeah, exactly. Back in the day, he was just. Yeah, he's just on the, the guy monitor. you ignore. Yeah. Right. Totally. Much. Well, it's Anthony Daniels. He's. Unless he anything. came up with that whole, like a whole song, like Southwest Airlines or JetBlue. Oh, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. That would have been great to see C-3PO Viral do that. C-3PO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Could be a little cringy. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Those videos are. Uh, so as we get in, then the, it fires, uh, the, it fires up. And then um, we begin to kind of feel like we're taking off and we get our first glimpse of RX-24, our captain. Uh, and he, uh, he is voiced by none other than Pee Wee Herman himself, Paul Rubin. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Was that a Pee Wee Herman? Uh-huh. Whoa. Yeah. It's my birthday. Okay. You sound like Janice from uh, from Friends more than you did Pee Wee Herman. Oh, wow. Um, so here's an interesting fact about Rex. When we think about Rex now, he's he's a uh, very friendly and uh, kind of brimming with confidence uh, droid who's very eager uh, to to get out there. Originally, in, in one of the drafts of the story of the attraction, uh, he was to be like a grizzled old kind of like shell-shocked veteran of i believe the clone war um that was prone to um erratic behavior and uh i found that to be uh quite interesting um fiona what's your favorite part about what i just said i love all of it (laughs) (laughs) that thing with uncle jeff here they're over here playing sorry (laughs) Uh, anyway, I, I'm, gl- super fan. I'm, gl- I'm glad they didn't go that direction because that honestly was not only insensitive, it just would have <laughs> just been really weird, uh, basically for our pilot to slip into, you know, like uh, fight mode flashbacks, or uh, you know, to the war yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't like that at all, especially in 87, uh, you just still, <laughs> Vietnam was still fresh in everyone's memory. Yeah. That would have been strange, um, but those kind of movies were popular at the time. Um, yeah, but you weren't you weren't like interacting with it. No, and you weren't on vacation having fun with your kids, and this thing slips into a <laughs> yeah. PTSD or whatever. Uh, so then, finally, um, it became this innocent, friendly little manic pilot that that we came to know and love, um, which is probably why they hired Pee Wee Herman to do it. Yeah, in fact, he was on the last navigator and was one of the one of the Imagineers was watching the last. Is it the last navigator? No, mm-hmm. flight of the navigator. Flight I'm getting the, the last. I'm getting uh, the last Jedi. No. Last of the Mohicans. No. Oh, you know, I'm getting to all dogs go up. to heaven. That's it. Uh, <laughs> and so, <laughs> anyway, he heard him, and so and he, so he stuck around at the end of the movie and he wrote down the guy's name. He had no idea who was Pee Wee Herman, but um, they hired him. He was on Flight of the Navigator. He was, yeah. I'm really learning a lot about Pee Wee Herman on this go. episode. Well, that's what, that's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, as we're being, uh, we start to take off and we can see one of the other sp- uh, speeders in front of us go to the right and then we g- would go to the left and, uh-oh, it's a wrong turn and so we're now not where we're supposed to be and it's oh. a little bit of a thrill, a little oh. bit of a tense moment and then finally we get out into open space. We made it <sighs> out. Do, 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 do. And then he says R2, light speed to Endor and that's when the music kicks in. There's no music up until this point. That's when the music kicks in and that's that's where the fun really begins. And and the comets that you fly into, the com- I get, is it a comet field? No. <laughs> like I think it's a comet field but it's a comet shower. They are oh. comets. Yeah, they're kind of stagnant, though. Well, they're like ice comets. Oh, you're saying? They Wait, don't I'm f- talking about when you do the jump, the jump to light, and speed. then then at first there's like these shooting stars around you, and they're a little stagnant looking. They don't look like shooting stars. Yeah, they're they're kind of static. They 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 don't yeah. have that real heavy like sense Movement. of motion. Right. Yeah. And then you go into what seems like an ice field. Yeah. Frightening. Yep. Uh, um, thanks for turning your phones off, guys. <laughs> Was no, that my I, phone? I turned mom and I's 
that's not probably right, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I turned our sound off. So it's one of you guys. Uh, so then, yes, you, you do avoid the, as you as you come out of light speed, we do overshoot Endor into a, uh, into a comet storm, I guess, <laughs> with ice comets. Uh, and then we kind of go comets. through there and we start flying. Through. Well, he yells comets, so I do know they're comets. And they do look like ice. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. It's probably not the best quality. I just feel like androids <laughs> either. Not androids. What no, about let's the- really get into this, guys. Come on. <laughs> what, what? Asteroids. Yeah, asteroids are rocks, though. Oh. But comets are ice? They can be. Mm, wow. I'm, re- I'm really learning a lot about comets in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so am I, apparently. So once we make our way out of this comet ice situation situation <laughs> uh we we see that we see some star destroyers star destroyers in front of us and we get caught in the tractor beam and eventually uh, uh some x-wings come in and kind of we get out of the tractor beam we follow the x-wings into the trench run on the death star and i i just want to mention that the the star destroyers and even the first shot of the death star it all looks it almost looks like the um, when you go to the uh, animation thing in Epcot where they show you the first renderings of mm-hmm. it kind of has that feel like real boxy and flat and like it hasn't really been through a war or oh I, like it, it's like real clean it doesn't yeah, it's, lived and, in and kind of that really flat gray yeah it's yeah, almost it like, like a, a unpainted model yeah still has that new star destroyer feel yeah, yeah. probably <laughs> smell i'm guessing too uh and then um uh, just real quick yeah uh i don't want to make this long but i i'm offended for han solo every time during that part because like he's just like oh pull back on your thrusters and then you're just easily out of the tractor beam Oh. Like Han couldn't have figured that out. Oh, right, right. That's a good mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really. Not cool. Really irks me. Yeah. 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 Sorry, guys. Well, good thing they changed it. Oh. A commercial airliner or a commercial vehicle. Yeah. The maintenance droid can can quickly get out of the tractor beam. But yeah. the Pee Wee Herman can get out of it, but of not on Solo. Mm. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, Are you on that one, George? <laughs> He was writing the prequels. Oh, <laughs> oh well. okay. Now I've got. I'm kidding. <laughs> now we're getting into it. Well, then that's forgivable, but the prequels, not so much. So we do see that they, uh, we do make it back to light speed, and we're coming in hot. And then we see the airport or the starport, and we get in there, and of course we slide. We 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 kind of come in for landing and then we just slide across the floor and finally almost hit a fuel truck and then we see uh someone which is clearly marked as a fuel truck unless you had any questions on what kind of tank that was yeah yes i hope that's a marshmallow truck oh golly it's a fuel (laughs) i hope that's a pillow delivery truck (laughs) gumballs crackers gumballs crackers crackers oh i mean checkers would be fun too the restaurant tanker of checkers Checkers is pretty boring okay so a tank of checkers though it's pretty cool like an ice comet it's unbelievable (laughs) uh and then c3po finally gives us uh, more safety instructions uh for disembarking and then we're done then we out then we out it was a very uh interesting to watch this ride through it brought back a lot of memories i'll say this this is the one thing to remember about this you can look back and you can see that it feels of course dated but it's it's an interesting experience to watch this because when you think about Star Wars and all the action scenes, you never get a a seamless four and a half minute view entirely of ILM Industrial Light and Magic effects mm-hmm. for five straight. So I mean, it makes it extremely um, an extremely unique experience to to watch this film and. Um, the way they pulled it off really is extraordinary. I mean, this is all done in miniature, and they get down and fly through things and down corridors and through ice comets and all you know down the trench. And they they just manage to do this whole experience uh, seamlessly, and um, it's well done mm-hmm. for sure. <gasps> Crazy Bravo. cool at the time. I remember yeah. going on it the first time and just being my tiny brain was blown away. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep. 
hundred percent. And I was terrified. You really like f- going down into the trenches and yeah. Oh gosh, I just oh scary. I loved it so much. Uh, so it, this is this is what we do need to talk about here, just real quick. Um, we need to pause and we need to think about opening day and the marketing of this. We need to remember that this was 1987, and the 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 Star Wars films were in the were in the in the rearview mirror. George Lucas had publicly stated that there will be no more films, and it was kind of like, okay, well, you didn't have the same kind of um, care given to the characters and the canon. Um, that you have today mm-hmm. that you started to have as you approached uh, the the prequels in the late 90s. This was just kind of feels like a f- marketing free-for-all when you look at exactly what uh, Disney did. And one of the things they did was um, they, they had one of their Sunday night specials, like they always did when they were opening an attraction or a park. They, they dedicated their Sunday night time slot on uh, on ABC, to uh, they did a show called A Vacation in Space. Ooh! <laughs> now I'm not going to say much. I'm just going to go ahead and hit play at the the intro of this. Okay. Uh, and and as much as it is a visu- visual, um, this is this is something. I don't think that the just needs to be is heard. Up. Is it? Is the volume turned up? Uh-huh. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay, here we go. I'm not even going to intro this. This is just the, the this is the cold open for a vacation in space. Mm-hmm. Hit it. The following message is brought to you by the Intergalactic Bureau of Tourism. How humiliating! I am fluent in over six million forms of communication, and here I am doing commercials for outer space. Oh well, hit it, Artu. Oh boy. Oh no. He started out with how humiliating, and he was right. The lyrics are insane. Oh, no. But you'll never hear him rap. His inventor forgot to give him lips that flap. He'll greet you all and turn on his charms. He'd give you a hug if he had some arms. There's no gravity when you're out in space. It doesn't pull you down or hold you in place. You can run real fast. Your feet will fly. You'll be so light. You can jump sky high. New worlds open up when you're out that far. And all you've got to do is wish upon a star. Whoa. Are those robot farts? <laughs> Amy. We're ready. Not that kind of show. See that? Look at this world. Ice Comics. Lucas's Star Tours. With your hosts, Gil Gerard. Oh no. Gil Gerard. Ernie Reyes Jr. R2D. D2. Oh wow. Cancel that. Dad, it's gonna start playing. You got it. I did. Oh. Close call. So. I thought it was going to start playing that video again. <laughs> That's the part I was really worried about. Yeah. So what's your reaction to that rap? Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to step out on a limb and say, I might have been able to do a better job. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, it's not fair that they put uh, Anthony Daniels in that <laughs> position. I do no. like though that uh, a few of the lines that I, that I that are worth calling out is uh, you can eat yeah, all as the much f- as you want, want because you, you don't there's wait. no weight in space yeah yeah and then it was uh, delivered almost exactly as he did in that video so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, R2D2 he could rap but his inventors forgot to give him lips that flap oh boy Ooh. wow and then uh, oh god that is something terrible. he means you no harm and he'd give you a hug, but he doesn't have any arms. Yeah, oh, man. man. He was really body shaming R2D2 all <laughs> through that. Well, what's new? I mean, yeah. the it, C3PO it, is pretty abusive. kind of abusive. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I enjoyed the editing. Yeah. Uh, the moving of the frame going uh, yeah. upside down to the side. That was With public that, access uh, alicious. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it like reverse polarization at some point? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, wow. <laughs> I'm speechless. 
Yeah. Um, I really want to see the rest of this thing, though. I mean, Gil Gerard and Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, Who is Ernie Reyes Jr.? He was like this. I think he grew up to become like a MMA fighter or whatever, like a mixed martial. Yeah, well, that's what, what that was is. he as a child? Not, though they didn't have him. Did they have MMA back then? No. What know. was he as a child? I doubt it. But what was he as a child? He was a little tough little boy. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we've got this tough little boy. Was he an actor? Like We're gonna have a tough little boy come in and talk about Star Tours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he was a hey, tough. Boy. Jeff, you could have had that job. I, w- I wasn't a very tough little boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, now, now that brings us to after this marketing blitz. <clears throat> there's there's commercials and everything. <laughs> That Which brings you us. can tell tons of money was put into. <laughs> uh, probably, though. It's hard to tell now, but I mean, some of those edits. Um, boy, that was those else. lyrics. I mean, who did they have write that? Uh, I don't know. Oof. Oof. Er- Ernie Reyes Jr., probably. <laughs> that tough uh, little he boy. Was in, uh, he was in The Last Dragon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Surf Ninjas. Oh, okay. So, so here's, I think he was oh, just like, so, so here's he was why. a ninja boy. This is the weird like little a, detail that a I martial forgot. arts kid. Here's a weird detail I forgot to tell you. In the special, A Vacation in Space, mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are no. in. No. There. Yes. Uh, oh now this boy. is, this gets back to, this gets back to, and they were, they would show up in Hollywood studios for some reason too. Why? I don't know. This gets back to people's gripe with, with, um, with uh eisner. eisner as as much good as he did there was also some, some compromising and, and then with that just came some crossing the line sometimes mm. so the fact that oh yeah, yeah we have terrible. star wars like we're gonna put teenage mutant because sure, we'll, we'll it's them in otherworldly or yes. so that's why Ernie Reyes like Jr. he, he also co-starred with gil gerard on a a short-lived drama called Sidekick. So maybe that was happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just full cross-promotion. Mac yeah. and cheese. <laughs> yeah. um, he he was, uh, Gil Gerard was uh, Buck Rogers in the 70s. Okay. And I like that show. Okay. Cool. So uh, don't knock it. Okay, so this brings us now to the ribbon-cutting ceremony um, on uh, January Ninth, I think I said in 1987. We're gonna listen to. We're gonna watch two parts of this together. This uh, two, my, two short parts. This is my fifth favorite video. So right now, just to set it in up the for world? the, just mm-hmm. just to set it up for the listeners, uh, we are looking at um, we're looking at Tomorrowland um, from the hub of Disneyland, and there's some scaffolding set up. There's uh, some different stage kind of stairs. It's like uh, a spaceship. Yeah. It kind of looks like a spaceship. Uh, honestly. Well, no, it's not important. What? Well, I just, no. What? Well, now you have to say it. No, I'm it's not your fifth, It's your fifth favorite video. On the internet. <laughs> really? Are you going to list the other this, four? Let's hear the other four. I don't. Go. Um, well, there's this video of this guy who talks about its poetry called Hot Food. Okay. And someone made music out of it. That's my first favorite okay. video. Okay. I like it. Um, there's this one of, um, a porcupine eating corn on the cob. Oh, that's a good one. That's my third favorite. No one. This is your second. This is your second favorite. No one holds second place yet. Oh, I like that. (laughs) I like that. Keeping, keeping your options open. Don't get locked into anything. Mm -hmm. Smart. Okay. All right. Um, So, oh, that was third. And this is fourth. No, fifth. Oh, so what's fourth? Um, she doesn't have that one locked down either. Scott, Scott Hoy. <laughs> no. Oh. <clears throat> okay. So, so we're just going to take you through. So, so in front of the stage is this kind of. Uh, it looks like the um, three points of a pentagram, or it, yeah. it looks like just, the. It looks the like Star the Federation Trek logo. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So we're going. We're like going to look that. at this. Well, they should have just had a teenage mutant ninja turtle up there. Yeah. What's Doing next? flips. So this thing is low. This. this thing is lowering down now to make kind of this catwalk stage. I think. Oh, this is. I mean, it's getting better. Are people gonna get covered? It looks like it's hot. That's a smug machine. Okay, so now we have uh, uh, Luke and Leia. Luke maybe? and Leia. Very. Oh, Ewoks. Ewoks. 
Han. 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 This does not look like Chewy. any of the cast. There's right, Chewie, though. A lot of Ewoks. Now Was they're that doing the a cowardly lion. <laughs> they're doing a lot of running and pointing oh, around. Oh, because there's Darth Vader. And <gasps> oh. a, what are those? Sith. Uh, Guard? The, the Imperial Guards. Yeah. Imperial Guards. Now, despite uh, Han Solo's hiding behind a speaker, despite Darth Vader's uh, use of the Force, he can't sense that Han Solo is, is ducking behind, behind a, a monitor. <laughs> is this what Darth Vader sounds like when he's hyperventilating? <laughs> I feel like he knows a little stroke. <laughs> oh, Princess Leia is going to the Ewoks rescue. She Han is pointing and hiding. There's a lot of this like military pointing. Oh, kind of. the Ewoks are oh. creating a distraction. But they've got their spears out. Oh, Luke just hip checked a, a stormtrooper. Oh. Derby, Derby. <laughs> he's just pushing he's them. Pushing them. <laughs> Somehow no, Luke forgot around. that he knows how to use the force and is just <laughs> punching, hand checking stormtroopers. Oh, no, I'm gonna say right now that you can tell already from the the body movements. Yeah. The the protruding buttocks oh. and and like the the fluid motions. These are dancers. These oh, are yeah. these, these are dancers first and foremost. Um, well, now he just used the force, and Chewbacca came out. Oh, Whoa. and now he just did a flip. He did a somersault. Sort Luke, of. That was Luke. That was did kind a of a half kick. Oh, Han Solo is just kind of flailing about <laughs> in <laughs> the front. Che- Chewbacca is escorting stormtroopers in the back. I don't this know. is worse than Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Oh, Princess oh, Leia just jumped into okay. Hans. Oh, and they're dancing. Now they're oh, and she whoa. just did a... Yes, they're doing some kind of interpretive ballet now dance. Now she is on the Don't monitor make out that, with Luke. <laughs> that Luke was hiding, or Han was hiding That's behind. That's your oh. brubby. Oh, boy. There's a lot of dancing with Luke. Okay, now so he's Han. handing her off again to Han. So people are having to sit through this. So that that's what's You're happening. Welcome. That's what's happening there. Um, <laughs> wow. Eventually we get into, and it's all very silent and it's all very like storytelling through dance. Uh, and then <laughs> what story? Interpretive dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it is. What story? Oh, and then, then oh, here comes uh, Dan Figrin and the modal yeah. nodes or whatever their names are. The, 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 the band from the cantina. Yeah. And they really they've set up, up a cantina scene here and let's get, let's get to this here. Oh boy. Here we go. So, we we, we join that in progress. Now C three PO is acknowledging they're in Disneyland. Please tell me he's gonna do a rap. X wing fighters. You're right, R two. It is a special day. Today is the grand opening of Star Tours. R two, contain yourself. That is really high pitched. Back just as soon as we find Master George Lucas. Now. Oh, is Georgie oh, coming up there? Oh. This was our chance to take him out. Just kidding. <laughs> so he's with Michael Eisner. And here they come. Oh. Oof. His tie fell out of his jacket. And there's a silver lame There's a silver lame curtain behind him. Hi there, C-3PO. It's uh, nice to see you and R2-D2. And Boy. thank you for coming here to Disneyland. And I'd like to thank you, George, for like bringing someone. your Star Wars family. So did he write for what anything? Like, was he prepared for this? Uh, or did somebody just tell him, hey, by the way, we're opening Star Wars today. And you're going to have He doesn't talk. often sound prepared. He's very laid back. It's great to be here. It's great to be here. <laughs> George Lucas looks like he doesn't want to be there. But he says it's great to be there. Before we begin, do you like Darth Vader? Uh, introduce uh, a few Vader people a who have really been in the sky and really so in space. So this is, yeah, I just. Oh, now we're gonna see astronauts. What? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think they. I, I forget who they. Wait, bring are out. they bringing out Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? American Adventurers. They, they that, start acknowledging oh, like real astronauts, not yeah. just like people dressed up as. <laughs> so this fellow looks like Soupy Sales, but I'm pretty sure he's an astronaut. That is. <laughs> Uh, here's a soupy sales. I don't know. Yeah, there's. Oh yeah, the old vaudevillian. Okay, this, this is fun too. Okay, so uh, official opening of our Star Tours ride. 
And with that, I would like to ask George if uh, we're ready to cut the ribbon. Are we ready, George? Yes, we are. I mean, he definitely you, sounds please. like a certain president, See, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Master Michael. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we, we <laughs> missed him botching the name. That I just right, found this fascinating. Oh, CP3. That's what he says. The uh, official opening of our Star Tours ride. And with that, I would like to ask George if uh, we're ready to cut the ribbon. Are we ready, George? Yes, we are. How about you, three CP3? Oh, yes, Master Michael. <laughs> Thank three. Three CP3, three, 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 three. Four, four, nine. Prepare for the ribbon cutting. Oh, Anthony Daniels is a trooper, I'll tell you. So now, now we have to describe this. Uh, they they kind of just closed behind them. They closed them. in the background now. Bunch of other characters come out. There's a parade of characters, literal parade. Now Han and Luke are holding the the ribbon. There seems to be some kind of looks like a WWE belt. <laughs> it does there's a buckle in the middle somehow? Oh, but they didn't. They don't have scissors, guys. What should we use? Maybe a lightsaber? Maybe one of your space swords? <laughs> one of your laser swords? Why are they acting like this music means something? Yeah, this George is the award ceremony looks, music. George Lucas could not look any more bored than he does <laughs> right <know>. there. <gasps> oh. Mickey Mouse! Now, can, I, can I say this is Space Mickey from Epcot opening? Oh, and, and Space Minnie. Minnie. Both of them. I I want I want this outfit so for, for Halloween. It's adorable. Huh. I would wear this thing. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> you do want this outfit for... J- in general, here we go. No. Whoa, his voice. Do you think he's gonna bite through it with his little rat teeth? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, sorry, that's sacred. Don't. Sorry, do sorry, sorry. My bad. <laughs> now it's a. It, looks like they have it, a baseball bat. Yeah, it looks like a big silver baseball bat. <laughs> kind of crooked, actually. George looks like he has shrimp waiting for him somewhere. <laughs> cannot wait to get off that stage. <laughs> I want you to notice this lightsaber is corded. <laughs> oh, it's a lightsaber. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah, so here they go. The, uh, Michael Eisner and George Lucas are holding it together. Uh huh. That's not uncomfortable. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, in, in the, the, I think Mickey was on fire for a second there. Did you <laughs> see that? Really? He had to, like, swipe his pants. Oh, wow. Um, and so there's the uh, there's the open. Now what it, what followed huh. this was I believe they were open for sixty straight hours. Oh boy! So people could continue to ride that attraction. Hmm. Wow! Yeah, it's a long time. Have they ever done anything like that again with the rides? So yes, they they do that a lot actually, and they really? just, they did something massive uh, just two nights ago for the opening of Galaxy's oh, Edge, where they kept it open continuously. Oh, I'm sorry. Like that? Um, oh. You know what? I don't know. I don't know. No, I don't. I don't feel like uh, like flight of passage. That was out the park. Yeah, I don't think they left it out open the that whole time. Out the park. Um, so uh, and then and then park. in uh, it opened in Hollywood Studios in Disney World on December fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine, and then Paris in nineteen ninety two. So uh, that was the that was the uh, Disneyland opening that we yes just, yeah okay, and then it ran in Hollywood Studios. Uh, through uh, September 7th, 2010. <clears throat> so for uh, 21 years, is that oh, right? Smokies. Yeah, yeah, 21 years this thing ran. <clears throat> and then it closed down. And it was very cool, actually. I, I've watched some of the closing ceremonies for this. We don't have time to go into it, but essentially what they did was... Uh, essentially what they did was... Um, close this thing down but like they did it with like such intent it was like it was like a closing ceremony and and as we all know olympics they typically well they typically yeah and they typically just quietly shut these things down right and they go away uh with this there was a whole thing to let everybody know that it was going to be back in a couple years and what they were doing was they were actually putting in uh new scenes and uh from the from the uh the prequels as well as new scenes from uh episodes four uh five and six and they were also making it 3d they were enhancing the uh, and upgrading the the ride uh, the motion simulator and just basically turning it into a pretty awesome ride in my opinion mm-hmm. in fact if i have 
additional love for episodes one, two, and three. It's because of this attraction, just getting to experience the different worlds. Uh, so we we talked about that. That really does lead us to Hollywood's uh, the um, adventures continue. That's where we're at now. Uh, and then um, they uh, what they did was they added to the Star Wars canon. Uh, the the whole they worked the uh, star tours into the whole the company itself into star wars canon so when disney bought um star uh, the lucasfilm mm-hmm. they kind of disassembled the whole canon and they said okay here are the things that still exist and most of it was really just the movies some books and some comic books everything else just went away and became legends uh but when they when they went forward, they actually <clears throat> made this. It's my understanding that they made this canon. And so what what it is is this was actually Star Tours was um, was around according to the story. And there was an opening crawl when they reopened Star Tours. The adventures continue, and that crawl essentially stated that um, that it was a company that was. Um, that it had a bunch of details in it, but essentially it was under the eye of the empire because they were, there was some suspected uh, rebel activity out of there. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the line, there's, there's kind of like further acknowledgement that, that um, a partial owner or the fleet or something somehow um, wedge Antilles dad, uh, whatever his name was. Papa like, Antilles. Papa Antilles. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he, um, you know, he had something to do with, own, and then, then of course, uh, uh, Bail Organa, uh, Bail Organa, not Bail Organa Solo, Bail Organa. <laughs> he, he. Um, this is uh, Leia's dad, uh-huh. Space Jimmy Smiths, uh-huh. um, and uh, that he was actually Dun-dun. able to, through that connection, then like get R two D two and C three PO working there temporarily. And so when we when we get on, according to what I read, when we get on uh, Star Tours, the adventure. So continue, <laughs> continue that um, that this was very. Or we are experienced the very early um, operations of of Star Tours. Is that right? Yep. <laughs> and that what we're witnessing is that the the Empire's um, uh, uh, suspicion of the company as a whole, and that's why your ride always starts off with with Darth Vader coming in mm-hmm. and like saying we want this spy is because that is actually what's happening. So they kind of worked Star Tours itself into So does Pee Wee Herman play the spy then at this point? No, you, no. we could no. be the spy. Oh, we are the there's spy. no more Pee Wee Herman. No, Pee Wee Herman plays one of the uh, uh, goose skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say so so according to this so this makes too. a little bit more sense when you're walking through now and you see them unpacking the astromech droids, mm-hmm. you know, in in the queue where where you see them scanning the luggage and scanning the people, uh, scanning the passengers. You see, you also see those crates with the astromech droids. Those are being unpacked. Mm-hmm. You also see the crates with the RX droids, mm-hmm. the old pilot droids. Mm-hmm. Those things are have a packed. sticker on the side that says "defective" or "return" whatever. Oh boy. Those are being shipped up. So we are we are actually coming into Star Tours as is just now transitioning. Yeah, or opening. Yeah, and and so that's hmm. that's the story there. Interesting. Yeah. And um, yeah. Anyway, so it, it was kind of a different episode for us. But um, wait, she's got. If we have time, it's not going to take me very long. Oh, we, we have no, time. Let's do it. We've okay. got to see some hidden Mickey's on your page. I, yes. <laughs> um, page. We don't. We don't have notes. I was kidding. <laughs> That's um, what I call your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's my your my page. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to go in order from. Uh, where you're gonna see them, you know. Okay. Okay. So starting off in the Ewok home village, tree, yeah. village, um, there's a little like corner where um, a hidden Mickey is made out of lichen or moss. Mm-hmm. Like you see a bunch of moss and lichen on the branches. I'm liking that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and one looks like uh, Mickey. And then the second one, which... So it's a true hidden Mickey because yes, they built one, it in. Okay. Then the second one is... Ugh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but uh, when you first go in, you see C-3PO and R2-D2 and whatever the plane is called, the ship. Star Speeder 1000. Yeah, uh, that. 
so C-3PO is next to like a little computer thing. And there's oh. like a arch and then two little circles Mickey on the head. top. It, it could be a hidden Mickey, but the arch makes it, for me at least, not a hidden Mickey. But every it's website, supposed to be three round circles. Yeah, because every website I looked on, that was the main one I saw. And I was like, I'll put it down. But I do not personally think Agree. that it is a hidden Mickey. Um, and Conspiracy. Then, <laughs> the third one is... Um, when um, Pee Wee Herman is looking through the luggage and stuff, you could see a Mickey hat, mm. oh. which maybe it's a hidden Mickey hat. The oh, the C-3PO one on C three PO. We'll oh. say that. Okay. I mean, it's back on the list. I don't know though. <laughs> we don't look for hidden Mickey hats, except for in Star Wars. Not in this video. family, we don't. <laughs> well, I don't even acknowledge them. Um, and then the last one is R two D two has a Mickey hat on in the silhouette. Oh, you see, and then I, I saw another character. I don't know who who it was, but they're also wearing a Mickey hat. The silhouette of the yeah. passing, the passing, the passing. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go, hidden Mickey's, and and here's the deal. Here's what we left out. Are uh, oh, yeah. sorry, one more is uh, when you're looking at the luggage and then like the R two units and the. Mm-hmm things on the side Uh there's a shadow that casts onto the wall that looks like a mickey nice like something wearing a mickey hat i love that vader probably probably watch out we he's always shadowy have left out there's no dark or light with the mickey mouse we (laughs) (laughs) tell us about that hot take (laughs) (laughs) um we uh, we we've left out a lot of like uh, secrets with um, a lot of the. So we'd mentioned there's a ton of arabesque everywhere, um, but and, and hardly in the English. But there are some some um, you know numerals around and some some English. And when you see gates when, are English. Yeah, when you see those, when you see like those initials, they're usually like initials. And uh, that have to do with dates or that have to do with um, like an homage to old Imagineers or the people that actually worked on them mm. or homage to the old ride. We left that out. Go look that up. Uh, I would say I mean, to... If you want to. We can't do everything for you people. <laughs> Just kidding. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, there's a lot of cool stuff out there. There's a lot of uh, great, really in-depth um podcasts that they go a lot into the the story of how it was developed we kind of skimmed over it we didn't skim over it we just pulled out the the juicy bits um <laughs> so anyway that's that's gonna do it for this episode we have uh, some exciting uh ride throughs coming up in the next couple of weeks for sure and we may have a very special announcement uh coming up this month which is leaving amy and fiona well, it's leaving Amy on her phone, but it has Fiona <laughs> perplexed. It's okay. You're the birthday girl. You can, I'm you can do assured. Are you going to? I think Jeff knows what it is. I was talking to him about it earlier. Are you mm-hmm. going to tell me when but, you? But I say when I hit pause or when I hit stop. stop yeah. yeah, permanent pause. Um, so anyway, uh, hey, listen, we're, we we want to thank you all for for joining us, and Jeff, thank you for joining oh, us. Yes. Wow, guys, this has been amazing. Would I you like- always pictured what it would be like to sit at this table, and now I have, and it's everything I imagine. And oh, <laughs> I wanna never want to come the back. Number. Oh, and if you want to call in with your magic moment, you can dial 678-653-2020. Call us with those magic moments. Like but you could also one. let us know of, of the social, except for she just took all your... I'm not sure you're going to do a better job than Amy did at yeah, the top of the show. I don't think I'm going <laughs> oh. to. Amy crushes it. I'm... Mediocre I'm, I'm joking. Wow. We can listen back to it. Amy, I, well, I was a little confused with your directions on doing what? everything. You can ch- Go ahead. Well, Go it's ahead. not all here. That's probably why she had. It, it's, it's at Ride Through Pavilion at Instagram and Facebook, but yes. at Twitter Twin. at Ride Through Pod. Yeah. So you just don't it. get confused. And Pinterest. What's Pinterest? Oh. Right through, right through pavilion. <laughs> All right. No, I thought Bye. you were asking me what is Pinterest. Sorry. <laughs> Fiona wants to go. 
we do actually have some birthday celebrating to do so we better it's my birthday we better get out of here so uh on behalf of of well i'm trying to figure out how to fit jeff Le- jeff you start off on behalf of me i don't know what i'm supposed to do <laughs> yeah. yep you say your name on behalf jeff <laughs> mccarroll <laughs> oh no last names jeff. last names are gonna track you down jeff <laughs> you already said his first name uncle <laughs> for me jeff I mean, last name go for me jeff fiona uh, amy <laughs> and on behalf of liam and myself the guy wearing a disney What's shirt your name jeremy and we'll see you next time on ride through ride through